0: Bonjour, you're listening to the Living Well podcast. In this podcast, I will be taking you on my amazing journey to living well. I will be teaching you how to manage your mind as well as giving you the nutritional secrets I learned growing up in Paris. My goal is to help you achieve mind and body balance and to show you what is truly possible for you in your life. I am excited to share it all with you. I'm Carol, your host certified life and weight coach. Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. Well, hello. Hello, hello, my friends. It is so good to be here this week. um, In this time of confinement, it's so good to um, come and, and talk to you. So a lot of my clients and a lot of people that I speak to at the moment feel completely out of control. They feel they can't feel better no matter what they do. They overeat, thinking food is going to bring them comfort. And instead, um, they feel bloated. They feel disappointed in themselves. And all they want to do is hide under the blanket to make it all go away. Unfortunately, it doesn't go away. And the next day often just repeats with the same. And I will tell you, my friends, that It has nothing to do with what is going on in the world. It all has to do with that little thing in your brain called a thought. So today, and as most of you are having to cope with this crazy, drastic changes from homeschooling your kids, from working from home, from living 24-7 together with your family, stuck in a small space... I would like to offer you a very important tool, a tool that no matter where you are, no matter what situation you're in, you can use. This amazing tool helps you get to the root of any problem in your life. That tool is called the model and it pretty much changed my life a few years back when I was going through challenges in my own life. And um, before I get started on the model, I want to tell you that the woman who created the model, her name is Brooke Castillo. She's a master, master certified life coach and the creator of an amazing school called the Life Coach School. Brooke did not invent the model as such, as its parts are mechanisms of life that have been explored by many great thinkers and philosophers uh, over, you know, the, the, the way, way, way many, many, many decades. Um, but the way she explained it at the time for me resonated with me right away and changed my life. So in this time of uncertainty and stress, I want to give you this tool as more than ever before, you know, now, I mean, more than ever is the time really learn how to manage your mind every issue we encounter in our lives can be broken down into five interrelated components you have the circumstance the thought the feeling the action and the results so the model starts with the circumstance the circumstance is the fact in your life that is completely outside of your control, but that can be proven in a court of law. Like everybody would agree upon it. It could, for example, just, you know, if you think the weather forecast, you know, there's a record of it. Everyone would be able to agree that today it rained or today it stormed or today, it, you know, sunshine, it could, you know, or you working in your specific job, getting this much money every month, like whatever is going on in your life, <clears throat> that is a fact. And about that circumstance, we have a thought in our mind. But before I move further into the model, I want to explain that a little bit more. In my previous episode, I told you that you are not your thought, that your thoughts don't define you, that your thoughts are just sentences in your brain. But the reason why your thoughts are so important to recognize is because these little sentences in your head are what generate your emotions. So you're feeling happy, unhappy, angry, frustrated, bored, motivated, or completely unmotivated or disappointed is all driven from your thoughts. Emotions are everywhere in your life. Emotions are what make us have a great day or not have a great day. Emotions motivate us to take actions or to drive us completely to inaction. Everything we do is driven by our emotions. And our emotions are directly linked to our thoughts. Emotions come from our thoughts. Emotions are vibrations in our body fully driven from our thoughts. Emotions are a sort of compass in our life. Our emotions dictate our actions. I act in reaction to the way I feel. Clearly, if you've had an upsetting conversation with someone and your thought about the person is that he or she has gone too far, you're probably going to be left feeling angry or frustrated or sad And from there, you might feel like reaching out to food or alcohol. You might become aggressive and the result for you is that you'll have gone too far for your own self and for your health. If however you choose to feel neutral about that argument, there is a strong chance that you're going to be feeling a lot calmer about it and that you won't need to buffer and reach out for false pleasures in order to, you know, calm yourself down and that the result for you in your life and for yourself and for the people around you will be much more productive. The reason why it's super important to practice your thought downloads and to write your models is to see the effect of your thoughts. When we see or when we experience something that makes us sad, It can sometimes be difficult to take a step back and to differentiate the, you know, the, the thought from a fact, you know, to, to, to be able to really see what's, what's a reality and what's just a thought in our head about the reality. So back to the model. You're going to write these five letters on a piece of paper on five different lines, C, T, F, A, R. C for circumstance. The circumstance is a fact that everyone will agree on, a fact that can easily be proven in a court of law. For example, the number on the scale when you weigh yourself in the morning. T is for your thought. A thought that you have in your mind about that circumstance. For example, here, looking at that number on the scale, you think, or you might think, it sucks, I haven't lost any weight today. Then F for feelings. The feeling of maybe being disappointed, bummed out about that number on the scale. A for action. The action that... You do that is driven from that feeling. For example, you might overeat to compensate for the disappointment that you're feeling. You will not stay on your protocol. You won't find the motivation to work out. And then lastly, R for result. The result for you is that you haven't lost any weight. And you won't lose any weight tomorrow because you're not fueling from a feeling that's leading you to do anything proactive about your excess weight today. And we're going to go over how we can turn this around. But what you want to do now is to observe the situation and be aware of the power of your thoughts because it is not the number on the scale that's causing you to overeat. It is your thought about that number that's driving you to feeling disappointed and you not wanting to be in that discomfort is what's driving you to overeat. So the most powerful way to go about this is to turn your thought around, to find a thought about that number on the scale that will generate in you a different and more fueling emotion than the disappointment. I was talking to one of my clients this morning and she had weighed herself and for the first time in two weeks since she and I had been working together, her number had slightly moved up instead of the amazing loss she had been seeing up until then. All of a sudden from that tiny up number... She had completely forgotten all about the amazing mental work she had progressed on so much, all the cleaning up on so many issues in her life. She had forgotten about the muscles she had started building from working out again. She had forgotten about the greater sleep she was getting at night and her energy level that was so much uh, greater and how much lighter, she said, she was feeling yesterday overall. So all of a sudden, from a tiny change in her number on the scale, she was creating self-doubt. All from that tiny increase on the scale, it didn't drive her to overeat, but it also didn't drive her to action. We spoke and I shared my thought with her about her number on the scale. My thought was, you've been working out. You're building more muscles. Don't just go by the number on the scale, especially when the change is so um, tiny, so little. You are losing your weight one step at a time and overall rebuilding your health, both mentally and physically, all for the long run. And this is amazing news. After our talk and our coaching, she felt pumped up again and ready to work. I'll give you another example that happened to me this week. A friend of mine was really angry with JetBlue Airlines that wasn't willing to refund her family's spring break holiday and only offering them a one-year time to reuse the tickets. Uh, My friend was thinking, well, how dare they? Such poor customer service they offer. How do they not think about our situation in in such a difficult time and that maybe we won't even have the money to make that travel happen again within that year's time? And maybe, you know, the virus, the pandemic, you know, who knows when it's going to be over and we'll never make it happen. As I heard her story, my thought about it was, wow, JetBlue, you know, has to care for their business. That's, you know, majorly hit. As we know, all airlines are pretty much, you know, shut down. Um, And extending everyone's ticket for a year, I thought, is quite a service. If I told you JetBlue will refund you tickets and everyone else's tickets, I told my friend, but that the consequences are that they will be going out of business and that you, you know, and they'll never be able to serve you again. How would you then feel, you know? How would you then also feel receiving their offer to extend your tickets for a year? Maybe, you know, would you still feel angry? Grateful, she said. Grateful. I mean, isn't grateful so much better than angry? With all that is going on right now, your kids at home, your career on pose, your health at risk, Don't you think that grateful feels much more productive and calm than angry? That is the power of your thoughts right there, my friends. What? So good. Yes. (laughs) What I want to show you is that it is not the things outside of us that create our feelings. What happens in the world is not what causes your anxiety. The reality is that your thought about what is happening in the world is what creates your feeling of anxiety. I want you to see that, yes, you don't have control over the world, but that what you do have is control over what you think about what is happening in the world. More than ever, it is so important to pay attention to your thinking. Once you are recognizing your thinking is what's impacting your result, then you can gain the ability to think whatever you want about it and to get your power back. So, my friends, in this time of confinement and of stress, I really, really, really please encourage you to practice writing models. C-T-F-A-R, your circumstance, your thought, your feeling, your action, your results. Feel free to email me your models at Coach at gmail.com, and I will be more than happy to help you in managing your thoughts. The way you feel, especially right now in this difficult time, impacts not only your result, but it also impacts the results of your family around you. And it impacts your health. Stress, as you know, is a huge factor in our you know, vulnerability to, to getting sick. So please, go gain the skill of choosing thoughts that truly empower you to create the result you want in your life. Until next week, be well and get coached on your mind. Take advantage of your free session with me. I look forward to helping you. Ciao, ciao. To work with me, please sign up for your free session on my calendar at www.calendly.com forward slash Coach. You can find the link in my bio. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes and share it with your friends. And together, let's learn to live well and help change the world one person at a time. Thank you.